Usually we have guests on our ABM Done Right podcast, but I, Christina Jaramillo, your host and president of Personal ABM, have a few issues that I need to rant on. The one I'm tackling on this quick episode is the fact that ABM Tech has become synonymous with ABM. For example, I recently asked a CMO of a channel sales tech firm about her ABM program, and she ratted off the technologies they were using. They were using Sixth Sense, Terminus, Zant, Outreach, and a couple of others. She mentioned how they were even a case study for Sixth Sense. While they were getting traction with the program, they were really challenged to win multi-year contracts with accounts that would need a deal size of more than 70,000 or 75,000 per year. Accounts that that were large would consistently move forward with what they saw as a safe bet, which in their particular case was Salesforce or even another large player in the market. They were obviously not teaching for differentiation with content and messaging that shows the impact that competitor-specific gaps would have on the specific target accounts they were trying to engage with. They weren't changing the sales and marketing conversation. They weren't changing the interactions that sales and marketing were having with these larger accounts um, that had the potential to provide them with the strongest revenue growth. Really what it was is that ABM should change their sales and marketing motions, the interactions the teams are having, and the experiences that they're delivering. The story I just told is really all too familiar for me. I've really had a lot of conversations recently with CMOs that were making their ABM tech, like demand-based, terminus, six cents, whatever, synonymous with ABM strategy. And it's one of the main reasons why I think ITSMA's state of ABM report showed that less than one-third of ABM organizations are seeing significant business improvement. ABM platforms have diluted the market on what ABM is all about and what should be about. Their big selling point is the targeted advertising approach and has become the norm, where many have forgotten the principles of what ABM is and how it needs to be hyper-personal to the account, the individual buying committees, and the human buyers themselves. This tech focus makes ABM all about campaigns and touches versus creating differentiated, relevant moments, relevant interactions, and relevant experiences. So it becomes a bunch of tactics. So we're doing retargeted ads, emails, outreach campaigns, the list goes on, but all to get accounts into the pipeline. So we're still treating ABM as a thing to do with shiny new tools. So it's really marketing as usual, just more targeted. In fact, Gaetano Nino Donardi, who's head of growth and demand gen for Nextiva, mentioned on LinkedIn, ABM is code for marketers doing sales plus a lot of ads. The concept of narrowly targeting a focused set of accounts has been around forever, but vendors needed a clever way to brand their software. They influenced the industry to buy their expensive tools, and the official category of ABM was born to fuel this purpose. But ABM should not be about sourcing pipeline. Targeted demand gen fixes pipeline issues, while ABM should enable teams to drive larger deal sizes or larger deals faster. ABM tech is only a piece of the puzzle. ABM tech is a fit for a purpose in an ABM program, but does not fit for ABM's entire purpose, which should be the focus, which the focus should be on revenue growth. This goes beyond building a pipeline and using ABM to reach as many prospects as possible within our ICP. It requires marketing to make a real impact on the complete buyer's journey and customer life cycle so we can go up market, so we can drive stage progression, accelerate sales cycle time, increase deal sizes, even improve margin growth and profitability. Another great 
thing we should be focusing on is protecting at-risk accounts and growth and growth through expansion. Now, in the beginning of the podcast, I shared how ABM Tech will help you go up market. Here's another example. In talking to the CMO of a cybersecurity organization, and they offered managed detecting responsing, they were targeting organizations who were using Microsoft Defender 365. We learned that they were getting deals of about 65,000K, and those accounts were getting into the pipeline, no, no problem, versus trying to get 125 to 250K deals. The problem was that they were simply doing targeted demand gen as they were only engaging in a personalized one-to-few and one-to-many approach. Their campaign spoke at targeted accounts and personas and focused on general assumptions and pain points. They made their ABM program campaign-based versus focusing on the interactions that sales and marketing teams needed to have with the accounts that can deliver the greatest revenue growth. The sales and marketing teams were pushing out content, pushing out messaging, and hoping something was going to stick. But they were still telling everybody's story. As Matthew Dixon and Brent Adamson mentioned in their book, The Challenger Sale, in most cases, buyer unresponsiveness is not because you failed to make a logical argument. It's because you failed to make an emotional connection. It's not that those buyers didn't believe your story. It's because they didn't see it as their story. So in other words, They were doing marketing as usual, but now they were using intent data and ABM technology to make a more targeted spray and pray approach or take a more targeted spray and pray approach. They didn't go directly to key decision makers and influencers with insight specific their gaps and the impacts on their organization. The content didn't speak to them specifically. This organization didn't focus on every single interaction and touch point that the go-to market teams should be having with human buyers and how they're relevant to them at the industry, company, rank, division, operational, financial, personal, and even customer levels. In many cases, ABM driven by ABM tech and demand gen alone will not fix stage progression challenges. A fintech firm serving mid-market banks as well as national institutions like Wells Fargo was focusing on scaling ABM to build a stronger pipeline focus was increasing the number of appointments that sales was having, but their stage one to close rate was 5%. And after losing most of their opportunities right from the beginning, they lost more than half the deals that did progress to stage three. The issue was that they were doing targeted demand gen, not ABM, which should be about getting accounts or key accounts to revenue. They were relying on technology to put out content and messaging to targeted accounts, but they didn't change sales motion. They didn't change sales processes, and they didn't change sales conversations so they can improve their win rates. They didn't think about how they should be changing the prospect experience. The more they focused on scaling ABM, the further away GTM teams got from having the right interactions and delivering the right experiences. The more they tried to scale ABM with tech, the more ABM became account-based advertising, account-based lead gen, targeted demand gen, and marketing as usual. ABM tech will not help you with stuck accounts. After the VP of product marketing for a large conversational AI company who had deal sizes about 500K plus was on our ABM Done Right podcast, we dug deeper into their ABM program. And we learned that his team was challenged with stage progression after sales enablement. Their demand-based campaigns created demand and built a pipeline but there was no follow-through. 
There was no account-based enablement and strategy to ensure wins. Instead of a handshake, there was a handoff, which meant that ABM, again, was being treated as targeted demand gen function using tech. When your revenue is on the line, sales and go-to-market teams need to uh, have account insights so alignment can be created with the company, with different teams, and with the different human buyers and influencers within the organization. So they're going to need relevant messages, content, stories, insights, and skills to enable sellers in the flow of work for specific accounts when they need it. We need to build situational fluency and influence the sell, influence the selling conversation, internal conversations that need to happen. As mentioned before, ABM is not about sourcing the pipeline, but that's what ABM has become by making it synonymous with ABM tech. ABM driven by ABM tech and demand gen alone, again, is not going to fix these long sales cycles. While speaking to an AI tech firm, I learned that marketing was creating engagement with MasterCard and Walmart. But after 14 months of conversations, they were still not any closer to a signed deal. Their CMO mentioned that they needed closers. But the fact is that the CMO was not using ABM to accelerate accounts to revenue. They were focused at the top of the funnel versus using ABM to influence both selling conversations and internal conversations that sales were not privy to. This organization weren't align wasn't aligning with MasterCard and Walmart's strategic priorities and building a consensus on why their AI tech should be a priority. ABM tech will not help you protect at-risk accounts. And this is an area where we need to put a stronger uh, focus on because more than 82% of B2B customers are indifferent, disengaged, or actively looking to replace a vendor which means they're looking because leadership does not clearly see the impact that you had on their organization as a whole. Before coming to personal ABM, one of our supply chain clients lost engagement with VPs and C-suite at P&G or Procter & Gamble, which was their largest client and made up at least 30% of their revenue. Our client would continually talk about activities completed and generic benefits, allowing leadership to look at competitors that also completed the same activities, but at a lower price. They were just pushing out campaign emails and retargeted ads with ABM tech, which was not helping. The team needed to focus on their one-on-one -on -one interactions. They needed to show how competitors like Ryder would negatively impact on-time in full performance, which was a priority for these organizations, and how our client uniquely filled PNG's gaps in ways that leadership did not see. The team needed to show Procter & Gamble the impact they had on performance, operations, finance, different divisions within the organization, even employees and customers. They needed to go beyond personalized, personalization and get personal, which is something that you cannot do with tech. Before you think about ABM tech, teams should really focus on how they want sales, marketing, customer success, and revenue teams to work together. Teams should focus on how they want to go to market in a relevant account-specific way. Teams will need account-based marketing or account-based enablement that will be needed to drive stage progression. They also need to think of how they need to change sales and marketing motions, social email live interactions they're having with key accounts and the experiences they're delivering. They also need to think about how they want to leverage content, messaging, social, and demand gen to change the narrative challenge the status quo, 
create a buying consensus and drive wins in account expansion with a 25% of accounts that can deliver 80% of today's and tomorrow's revenue growth. Internal teams also need to think about how they should be tailoring ABM to their business, their team, and their future and existing customers versus replacing somebody else's ABM program or replicating, excuse me. They also need to think about how ABM tech can support ABM strategy versus drive it. 